the hole. That's Tony's dance. And it's also Tony's birthday today. <sighs> you had to put oh me on blast like that. Of course, of course. Happy birthday, babe. Thanks, thanks. Oh, Welcome to the Dream Laser. Seriously. Hard birthdays. <laughs> I was going to say long sci-fi because you're mad that my story is long. No, it's not that long. I'm Tonks. I'm Rosemary. And uh, we are in quarantine. We are. This is our, so, our first quarantine episode. Yeah, uh, we weren't, we didn't record anything a couple of weeks. Just yeah, because we've this, been lazy. Not just that, it's just all this stuff's been going down and uh, we weren't feeling very inspired. And then one day we were like, let's do this. Happened to be my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this week we're going to have a, uh, our prompt is... Polybius. Now, if you don't know what Polybius is, it is this uh, weird arcade, weird thing that happened in the 80s where there was this arcade called Polybius that was like test run on different arcades in the 80s and it said that it had like mind control abilities. Yeah, so like apparently this was an arcade game that was like put into different arcades in like the Pacific Northwest. Right. And it was like the government, like the shadow government, like trying to mind control people or some bullshit. I don't know. The government's government. Yeah. Like it's (laughs) obviously not true. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. I, uh, AVGN has a cool video on YouTube, angry video game nerd uh, about it. It's obviously, it's a, it's a fucking, it's like a urban myth. Gaming historian did one too. A good one. A really good one. Yeah. And, uh, we thought like what a perfect thing to yeah. write about every time i every time we would see something about it i'd be like we should do that on dream laser so here we are yep we finally did it so who wants to go first i think you should read mine first because okay. it's my birthday okay good yeah also <laughs> mine is an epic feel how many pages this is how many is it whoa it's like a little <laughs> it's novel. A novel it's I've nine th- pages <laughs> what well, hers is like double spaced and shit mine's like three pages but it's like full full of fun content oh my god all right so uh go ahead do you want to say anything about it first? Uh, I'll bring it up as soon as you start. You okay, say the title. Okay, here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, this story. <laughs> this one hits close to home for uh, us. Yeah, it does. It's called... <laughs> it's called The Wrath of... <laughs> Hold on. Already. <laughs> the Wrath of Billy Mitchell. Now, if you don't know who Billy Mitchell is, I'll just say this before we start. <laughs> <laughs> the Billy Mitchell is the king of Kong, quote unquote. Yeah, if you've ever seen that documentary, he's, he's the guy the with the long guy. hair. He's the guy with the long hair that makes his own hot sauce. Yeah, it's called Ricky's Hot Sauce. He, he lives down by us. So he was supposedly the best at Pac-Man in the world and pa- the best at Donkey Kong in the world for some point. But it turned out that he was lying about it. And he was. Do they like, actually confirm that? Yeah, that they he confirmed cheated? it. He was kicked out of Twin Galaxies, oh, which shit. is a website that like keeps all high scores. Yeah, I know. I remember the the and ref guy. I'm, I'm like, telling the people yeah, who don't know. Took his job so seriously. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Billy anyway, Mitchell. Anyway, anyway. Wrath of Billy Mitchell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Captain's log. Star date six nine. Dash, I love that you do Picard's dash voice. Four two zero. Four twenty. I know. In Earth time, or in the in the eighties, the the thirty eighties, <laughs> we're approaching planet Yolo Swag. <laughs> in the no scope quadrant. Oh my god. You love it. <laughs> We have come across an ancient artifact in Yolo Swag's orbit. I am. <laughs> oh my god, I'm Captain Nissan Versa of the starship Lincoln Park. <laughs> Aboard my ship are my distinguished crew members. <laughs> 
classic <laughs> rosemary. <laughs> okay, here they are. You ready? Yeah. First mate, Dark Maul. <laughs> Dr. Buttstuff, our resident android. Oh, then our resident android, Reginald Clydesdale, a.k.a. Horsey Boy, <laughs> and Ensign McDiaper. <laughs> if I don't get to say engage, I'm going to be really upset. Prepare okay. to be upset. What? <laughs> engage. I tell McDiaper to pull up the artif- artifact on screen like any cool captain would do. Gee, Willikers, captain, coming right up. <laughs> Ensign McDiaper has no hands, feet, balls, dick, or face. He was just a perfect chrome sphere with a mouth and a uniform. How do you wear a uniform? Don't ask questions. <laughs> he wasn't very bright, not literally, but he did what he was told. His life form class is called Pinballzitoid. <laughs> oh, God. When the screen flashes, I see a weird shape floating in space. I tell the on-deck computer to determine what it is, but before I can respond, Horsey Boy exclaims, mm, Captain! First of oh, all, captain, no, he did captain. not say that. <laughs> He's a horse. He's not. His last name is Clydesdale. <laughs> okay. Oh, Captain, my Captain. It's a Polybius arcade machine from the Earth 1980s. I have no fucking idea what he just said to me, but I didn't look harmful. It didn't look harmful, so I ordered it beamed aboard. Boy, was I wrong. Dot, 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 foreshadowing. Nice. Nice. (laughs) We go into the beaming chamber. Yes, that's what it's called in this universe. Fuck off. (laughs) And my first mate, Dark Maul, stares in wonder. It stands upright facing us, and Horsey Voice starts to explain its existence by saying that it was a banned arcade that... that... Oh, would turn whoever played it into mind-controlled lackeys. They were all confiscated and launched into different corners of space over a thousand years ago. (laughs) Whatever, I said to myself as I took a drag from my never-ending stogie. (laughs) But is it dangerous to us? And how much is it worth? Dr. Buttstuff takes her quad coder and scans the entire device. Oh, she's a lady. Nice. She was about to tell us that it was not dangerous, but the Polybius machine violently came to life with with a deep rumble. The screen turned on to a vibrant blue glow that covered the entire room. Dark Maul jumped and grabbed Dr. Buttstuff before she fell to the ground from being startled, but ended up face first between her planetary sweater knockers. (laughs) Talking about tits. Planetary sweater. I like that. You know what? I don't have any fucking tit references in my story. Get out. (laughs) it's <laughs> the first how time ever you? the how, first time ever that is a staple of dream laser how dare you just kidding sorry you'll understand why when you read it okay. but anyway um the machine was now fully on without having any power supply connected to it the screen was nothing but white noise but a voice was coming through saying if you are receiving this prepare to die <laughs> no one can contain the polybius except for me say your prayers all of a sudden, a white, the white noise started to fade into a humanoid figure. It had long black hair and a beard, a black suit and a tie that had the insignia of the old United States flag. <laughs> <laughs> I am Billy Mitchell, and you are fucking fucked, bros. <laughs> Is he going to hear this and come to our house? I fucking hope so. <laughs> Both of our stories are possibly going to get us sued. I can't wait. Everyone was staring in amazement and fear. Everyone but Dark Maul, who was still looking at Dr. Buttstuff's tits the entire time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Riker. Oh, true. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. He's the first mate, so for sure. I decided that I have had enough of this. Dark Maul barks. (laughs) (laughs) 
We've been watching a lot of Star Trek lately. Anyway. Can you tell? Dark, Dark Maul barks, red alert. <laughs> we make our way back to the bridge. As soon as we walk in, we see a surprising sight. Billy Mitchell is sitting in the fucking captain's chair. And on screen is his warship that's like 200 times bigger than Thanos' ship from the classic movie Infinity War. Because <laughs> they watch that on Turner Classic Movies in the future. They should. That should be a classic for sure. For sure. That movie's fucking so good. <laughs> it's clear to me that this humanoid is ancient and from Earth. So I consult my diplomacy chip that I have had wired into my brain about how to deal with ancient Earthlings. I twitch for a second and have the info fully uploaded into my brain here goes nothing in a thick ass southern accent i say get the fuck off my land you fucking alien these colors don't run and neither do i you ingrate (laughs) my entire crew looks at me in utter panic and fear never hearing me say such words billy mitchell looks me up and down once then turns to dr butt stuff and shoots a blast of his patented ricky's hot sauce phaser and condiments gun right at her Totally disintegrating her on the spot. Oh shit! Wow, bruh. No, I never got to see. <laughs> oh my god, I never got to see those. <laughs> I can't say this. <laughs> okay, Tony wrote this. <laughs> this is what he wrote. I ne- <laughs> I never got to see those sweet sex udders. <laughs> It's so disgusting. (laughs) Dark Maul says in anguish, I've decided that my diplomacy chip is broken and revert back to myself. I've had about enough of this malarkey. (laughs) What do you want, rapscallion? (laughs) Billy begins to tell me his entire arcade dynasty, how he was the king of Kong, until records show that he cheated and had his title stripped from him. Making sure that this would never happen again on his deathbed, he got the high score of Polybius. Nurses propped him upright so he could play it. (laughs) And then he transferred his mind into the last Polybius machine before it was launched into space, assuring that no one would ever defeat him. Wow. What a plan. That is a plot. That is a plot. That is a plot. That's like a great idea, honestly. (laughs) If you never want anyone to beat you at something, just beat, get the high score, and then launch it into space. (laughs) I'll play it, asshole. (laughs) Okay, since the Polybius game was made for mind control in the first place, the addition to Billy Mitchell's consciousness made it a sentient entity that could learn and control space and time. Billy had become more than what he ever imagined. He was basically... (laughs) Oh my god. He was basically God on a motorcycle. (laughs) God. I have heard enough. I am Captain Versa of the Lincoln Park, and I order you to get off this ship. Billy just evil laughed, and then he told me that there was no other way, and began charging up his hot sauce phaser to cut the starship in half. What? Was this it? Is this how my story ends? Fuck it. I turn to Dark Maul and start making out with him, and he's totally into it. Yes, dude. I talk about shipping Picard and Riker, Riker every fucking day. <laughs> um, yeah, they're totally into it. Wait, said Horsey Boy. I believe I could defeat you in Polybius. Billy powers down the hot sauce phaser and starts evil laughing maniacally. It's true, said Horsey Boy. I have studied the game for generations, and since I have no consciousness, I am immune to its mind control. Billy, for the first time, looked intrigued. He was never one to back down from a competition. Actually, that's bullshit in real life, but it makes for a better story. 
So he stood there and screamed, agreed. Why is everyone screaming? We immediately teleport into the beaming chamber where Billy Mitchell and Horsey Boy begin their match on Polybius. As soon as it started, numbers were being thrown everywhere on the screen and boom, all of a sudden it looked as if we were in, as if we were troned into the machine. <laughs> Tony, our stories are so fucking similar. I love it. There were numbers flying all over the place with ancient video game characters p- flying all over us. It was a pixel nightmare. Dude. <laughs> we share a brain. It was quite difficult for us to focus on what was going on because whenever we did, someone would suddenly want a Pepsi or buy a Diet Coke or open a bank account at Chase. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> we all had no idea who or what these things were. It must have been part of the mind control program. Oh, I get it. Enlightenment. I get it. You know why? Why? It's because I hooked up with uh, the guy from Tiger King. Oh. If you hook up with him, you achieve enlightenment. The the Highlander guy. I, I you guys know what. know what I'm talking about. Oh, God. The God. game. I didn't do that, actually, in real life. Just, just saying. That we know of. I didn't do that <laughs> okay, in real life. That we know of. The guy. <laughs> The game finally turned a corner into the final round, and it was perfectly tied. I swear I saw Horsey Boy sweating, even though he physically could not. Dark Maul was trying to was crying in the corner, while Ensign McDiaper was rolling around the room like a pinball. Do you get it? <laughs> I read that. It was it was insane. The speed of these two gaming juggernauts were playing this game. It was warp speed, and we couldn't keep up. It was right then and there that I knew of Horsey Boy's plan. Me too, honestly. (laughs) He wasn't trying to win. He was trying to reach the kill screen. If he hit that screen, the Polybius machine would crash and destroy it, and Billy Mitchell with it. They were playing so fast that it was causing a tear in the space-time continuum. Billy Mitchell understood what was going on and was going to push Horsey Boy off the joysticks, but right before he did, time stopped. (gasps) Oh, shit. No! Billy screamed as the game froze and weird code data and pixels flashed all over the screen. The time tear started to suck Billy and the Polybius through the rift. This isn't over, Nissan. (laughs) I will have my revenge. Just like that, the Polybius machine and Billy vanished. Horseboy had done it. Not only had he saved the Lincoln Park, (laughs) but he now holds the highest score to Polybius, the rarest game in the universe. I survey the room to see if anyone else is hurt. Everything looks untouched as if nothing happened in the room. The only difference is that Dr. Buttstuff was back, but not wearing a shirt this time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. I looked to Dark Maul, who was most likely looking at her milk wagons, but I was surprised to see... Oh, shit! (laughs) I was surprised to see that he was looking at my sweet base... My sweet baseball bat outline of my dick in these tight uniform pants. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) This was just another day on the Starship Lincoln Park. Moral of the story, everyone likes butt stuff. (laughs) The end. Post-credit scene. In the the emptiness of space, another Polybius machine sparks back to life, and Billy Mitchell's face comes on the screen and says one whispery word. (laughs) Nissan Versa. The end. Yes. Oh, my God. 
wanted it to be Star Trek because I know I know some people I, some episodes we kind of like touched it I wanted this one to be full-fledged like yeah that was like a full-fledged episode of Star Trek but with more tits <laughs> I mean really though you think about it no? Star Trek doesn't have that many tits in it there's some episodes there's where some. You, you'd be surprised <laughs> there'd be some but All right, so now it's right, your here turn. We go. You're getting you, ready to read this epic. Yeah, I'm gonna read this fucking fucking novella. I hope you all are happy because this is a long-awaited return. They these people haven't been in season two yet. Is, it, is that what you want to say? Is there anything else That's you want to say about it? Okay, so this one is called Tron Andromeda Legacy. <laughs> Fuck yeah, victory blunts all around. That's what's happening inside the good vibes, the dankest ex- adventuring spaceship in the galaxy, as the ship. Sheared through the space on autopilot, Harmony Moonchild and Andromeda Lightstorm, the galaxy's top space adventuring duo, were celebrating their latest achievement. They just managed to find one of the rarest items in the known universe, and they were fucking hype. So hype, in fact, that the ship was blasting Snoop Dio Double G's hit single the next episode, featuring <laughs> Dr. Dre and Nate Dogg. Damn, I didn't put a fucking That's song a great in mine. fucking song. Yeah, it's a sick track. The track hits. <laughs> Harmony sparked up a fat blunt from where she sat behind the ship's helm and took a long drag of the dankest space weed she had in her collection. And she held the smoke in her lungs. As she held the smoke in her lungs, she passed the blunt to Andromeda, who took it but hesitated to take a hit. (laughs) Harmony sighed and smoke billowed out of her ship's cabin. What's wrong? She asked. We fucking did it. We got the stupid machine from those secret agent guys who hired us to find it, and now we're about to get paid, son. She wrote that in caps. I did. Andromeda rolled the blunt between her fingertips. Don't you think this is weird? She asked her girlfriend. Those guys who hired us to find this thing wouldn't even let us see their faces. They just showed up in black suits that had like shadows over their heads or something. Super convenient lighting. (laughs) It was. Yeah. Harmony sighed and sat back into the pilot's chair, which had a really dope Bob Marley seat cover over it. I don't know about that. (laughs) You worry too much, Andromeda, she said. We found a machine. We're going to make a ton of money as soon as we deliver it to the rendezvous point. Who cares who those guys are or what they want with it? It's none of our business. Andromeda sparked up the butane lighter <laughs> on her utility cuff and took a small puff of the blunt. She started coughing immediately because she still sucking, sucked at smoking. I guess you're right. We need the money anyway, especially since I screwed over the commissioner of space by not delivering the last known copy of The Rise of Skywalker or what we thought was the last known copy. Yeah. Ooh. Remember? It was just yeah, yeah. George Lucas I remember. opening salads. <laughs> Fucking George. <laughs> Don't forget, we blew up the entire Walmart mega colony, too, Harmony reminded her, tossing her dirty-ass dreadlocks over her shoulder. <laughs> Tony yeah. just did, like, a head toss. <laughs> yeah, I know, Andromeda snapped. Babe, you need to relax, Harmony said, and I have the perfect thing for you to help you. <laughs> Harmony led Andromeda back to the back of the ship, where Harmony pulled a crazy-looking glass and metal machine filled with water from a shelf. What is that? Andromeda asked, tucking the blunt behind, they had behind her ear, or her pocket, sorry. It's a gravity bomb. Oh, have you ever hit a gravity yes, bomb? Yes, I have. Oh my God. Harmony answered as she placed it on the floor of the good vibes. It's made from clean board parts. <laughs> it will definitely assimilate into your... 
Chronic. Was it chronic? Assimilate you into the chronic. Oh, you spelled chronic wrong. No, I didn't. Did you? I that you is correct. Whatever. So, so chronic. Chronic. Bitch. That's what it says, bitch. <laughs> I'm not calling you that. We're gonna smoke that Klingon Kush. <laughs> so, I don't know about this harmony. Andromeda said as she watched her girlfriend set the sticky, sticky space weed into the top and spark that shit up. Yeah, for a person who doesn't smoke, you're really, you have a lot of fucking details. I legitimately, so first of all, I have hit a gravity bong once (laughs) in my life, and honestly, it was the most fucked up I've ever fucking been, and I would never do it again, because it was that crazy. But you'll write about it. I had to watch so many videos of how to use a gravity bong (laughs) to write this story. Smoke filled the glass above the water. You're going to love it, Harmony promised. Have I ever steered you wrong? Harmony definitely had steered Andromeda wrong before, but Andromeda decided not to bring up all those antics. Maybe Harmony was right. Maybe she did need to relax. Harmony lifted the chamber off the top of the gravity bog and put her lips onto the opening. Then she pushed the glass down into the water and smoke filled her lungs. She immediately started coughing and more smoke billowed out of her mouth, hotboxing the ship. That must be strong, Andromeda said. You never cough. Which is bullshit. That's not... Well, you're right, kind of. I am fucked up, Harmony admitted. <laughs> Your turn. Harmony went through the process of light, lighting the gravity Borg. Borg bomb? <laughs> She's called the gravity Borg. <laughs> lighting the gravity Borg bomb and filled the glass with smoke. Then she pushed it over to Andromeda. Engage. She said with a laugh. Andromeda was about to put her mouth into the bomb so she could join her girlfriend in getting so high she could see other dimensions. <laughs> But she stopped. Something was nagging her. Harmony, before I do this, you have to make me a promise. Anything, Harmony agreed. Unless you want me to stop smoking, I'll never do that. <laughs> never. Andromeda rolled her eyes. Promise me you won't touch that machine, she said. Those black suit guys who hired us to find it for them said it could be really dangerous. Harmony sighed, obviously annoyed. Fine, I won't touch it. Now smoke! Andromeda put her mouth on the board bog and let the smoke fill her lungs, and that shit fucking burned. Yeah. She tried to hold it in, but she started coughing and pretty much immediately while Harmony laughed. How do you feel? Harmony asked. Andromeda felt all her nerves glaze over with totally chill vibes, and suddenly everything looked weirdly green. Green screened. <laughs> like, when she was, like she was in that opening scene of the Neil Breen movie, Twisted Pear. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe you brought that in. Fuck yeah. And if you haven't seen that cinematic masterpiece, look it up right fucking now. And yes, I I, I endorse that. Resistance is futile, she said. <laughs> we are high. <laughs> <laughs> they both laughed and hit the board mug and ate like four bags of Doritos until watching, until driving to pass out on the floor of the good vibes. <laughs> Harmony st- stared out the windshield for, or stared out of the windshield for, while watching. Oh, for a while, watching the stars because they look so cool. And she was just, like, thinking about life, man. <laughs> you know, just, like, how crazy it all is, man. <laughs> and that occupied her until she got bored of contemplating her own existence. She paced around the ship, stepping over Andromeda's unconscious body. What would she do now? She could smoke more. But she had already smoked so much. She wasn't even hungry because of all the Doritos. Fuck, this is boring. And they still had hours until the good vibes reached a rendezvous point. A tall, dark shape in the back of the ship caught her eye. It was the machine they just found. The one she had promised Andromeda she wouldn't touch. Harmony felt bad. She kept her promise to her... She should keep her promise to her girlfriend. 
but she was so fucking bored. <laughs> she thought she might explode from how, she, how bored she was. And it was Andromeda's own fault for passing out and leaving Harmony unsupervised. Besides, how dangerous could a thing actually be? Harmony walked over to the machine and pulled off the sheet that was covering it. The Tron <laughs> Legacy soundtrack started playing as Harmony took the shape of the machine that had been hidden under the sheet. It was an arcade game cabinet. Excuse me. Nice. Painted completely black with a joystick and four gleaming black buttons on the surface. The only thing that wasn't black was the word Polybius displayed on top of the machine in large blue letters. Oh, shit. What's going to happen? Scared. (laughs) Yeah, you should be. (laughs) The machine hummed to life, and the screen flickered on without Harmony even touching anything. Oh, fuck. It's almost as if it wants me to play it, she said to herself as she approached the machine, and she set her hands on the joystick and buttons. The game's title flashed onto the screen with the command, PRESS START. (laughs) (laughs) All caps. Harmony pressed the button. The game started. Then, with a flash of light, the machine sucked her into its circuits. Oh, shit! <laughs> Andromeda woke from her weed coma hours <laughs> later. The ship was still on course, but she looked around for Harmony. She found her girlfriend was nowhere in sight. Harmony? She asked as she searched the ship, but the hippie was gone. What the fuck? Andromeda muttered to herself as she started to get really worried. Suddenly, her gaze stopped on the machine they'd been tasked to find. Andromeda had carefully covered it with a black sheet, but now the sheet was lying on the floor and the cabinet was lit up with neon blue lights. As she approached the game, she realized the screen was on too. The word Polybius was flashing on the screen next to the command, press start. God damn it, Harmony, (laughs) she said. I fucking told you not to touch the thing. She knew the only way to figure out what happened to Harmony was to do what she had done. Andromeda had to play the game. Dun, dun, dun. With a sigh, she set her hands on the controls and pressed start. Instantly, the game sucked her in and she was transported to a crazy-looking room that was all black with silver and blue illuminated lines running through it like, <laughs> like you would imagine inside of cyberspace might look. Exactly. <laughs> when Andromeda looked down at herself, she covered into a cool exosuit with sweet white lights running through it. It was cyberpunk as fuck. It was. Suddenly, a really bad CGD age version of Jeff Jeff Bridges <laughs> appeared next to her. Andromeda reached for her pistol, but it wasn't at her hip, like usual. Instead, a crazy light disc appeared in her hands. She shot it at <laughs> she shot it at the weird CG Jeff Bridges, but it was just it just passed through him and flew back to her like a boomerang. I am Kevin Flynn. <laughs> The CG guy said. And I almost said Kevin Flynn, the CG guy. <laughs> I mean, both are Sorry, accurate. I am Kevin Flynn, the CG guy said. And it weirdly looked like his face didn't match his body because CG artists didn't do a very good job on it. <laughs> too, too soon. I'm assuming that you're here to rescue that weird hippie that accidentally fell into the grid. The grid? Andromeda asked. Yes, Kevin said, spreading his arms. This is the grid. <laughs> Tony just did it. It looked really funny. It has become many names by those who have tried to enter it before. Tron, Polybius, but truly, it is the grid. Okay, kind of lame. Andromeda said, Tron and Polybius are both way cooler names. You know what? I don't need your negativity right now, Kevin said. (laughs) I am the creator of the grid, and you will have to do as I say if you want to get your girlfriend back. What did you do to Harmony, you vile computer scum? She snapped. Don't worry, she's fine. Kevin and his CG fleece. Flace? Face? Face? Flick, Whoops. Says, flickered. But you must play the game and defeat my programs if you want to return to her. Return her to your world. 
If you lose, you will be absorbed into the Polyvius Code and remain here forever. Okay, fine. How do I play? Andromeda asked. The first task is Disc Wars, said Kevin. The floor under Andromeda's feet started to shake. Then it rose into the air until she's standing on a platform high above the grid she was on before. The roar of a cybernetic crowd flooded her ears, and she could see a bunch of other computer programs, including much-loved Nintendo characters like Yoshi and Wario and Shy Guy in the audience cheering for the game. Oh, shit. Yeah, I get there you it. go. Bowsette was there, too, just for you, you fucking pervs. Let's <laughs> see closest you get to titty references yeah. in this. In front of her was a deep pit that led into the depths of the computer or whatever. <laughs> and across the pit was another platform where a totally evil guy in an exosuit with orange lights was standing. You could tell it was evil because his exosuit was orange, which was what bad guys wear in Tron. It's true. In the middle of the crowd, sitting on a cool cybernetic-looking throne next to Kevin, Flynn, Harmony appeared. As soon as she saw Andromeda, her face lit up. Andromeda, help me. <laughs> They're... They're holding me hostage and they won't give me any computer weed. This is bullshit. <laughs> Don't worry, Harmony. Andromeda called back. I'll save you and make sure you get all the weed you could ever want. Oh, it's so romantic. Is it? It's cute. <laughs> Before Andromeda even knew the game was starting, the evil orange guy threw one of the, her discs, or his discs at her, and she had to fling herself to the floor to avoid being sliced in half. Oh, fuck you, asshole, she muttered, pulling herself <laughs> to her feet. Andromeda was a former officer in the ISF, which meant she had tons of combat training, so she knew she was easily going to wreck this dick. And she fucking did. <laughs> she threw as many discs as she could because they were inside a computer, and there's weapons just appeared in her hand because a lot of weapons in all games are unlimited. For she, no reason. She pummeled the orange boy <laughs> <laughs> with light disc until his code broke down, and he shattered in a waterfall of pixels. As the crowd cheered for Andromeda's victory, Kevin and Flynn stuck up, stood up out of this computer throne. It'd be funny if you said computer chair. <laughs> <laughs> what? He roared. That wasn't supposed to happen. You weren't supposed to be able to beat my program so easily. Well, I did, Andromeda said. Now give me harmony and take us back to our world. Just for good measure, she flung some more discs at Nintendo characters and obliterated them too, except for Wario. Suddenly, a Boeing 747 got a newer and came crashing to Wario and said, I'm not gonna! <laughs> in a Wario voice, before dying in, a, dying in a fiery explosion. No one fucking cared. And if Nintendo sees me over this, well, fuck them too. <laughs> Kevin laughed evilly. You fool. The only way to get back to your world is to go through the end of the code I created, and that is infinite. You will never escape. <laughs> Rage flared in Dramata's veins. She didn't know much about gaming or computer shit, but she knew about storylines from all of the movies she watched with Harmony when they were high as fuck. She figured out the only way to get out of the game was to destroy its creator, but she had, she had to get Harmony first. She jumped into the air... And a super cool looking light cycle just materialized under her because that's just what happened. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> and Dramata looked cool as fuck as she rode the motorcycle straight across the pit, which was now a solid road. Don't ask me how. And she drifted into <laughs> a stop in front of Harmony. Get on, she commanded. <laughs> Harmony stood up from her chair and got to the back of the motorcycle just because. You can't do that, Kevin exclaimed. You're my prisoner. Harmony shrugged. Well, I just did, so maybe you should just have tied me up or something. Anyways, bye. <laughs> she said, her super cool Jimi Hendrix cloak billowed behind her. <laughs> As Andromeda sped off through the grid in search of an escape, 
No surprise, Kevin turned into one of those evil orange Tron guys and followed them on his own super cool orange light bike. Kevin's evil orange light bike easily caught up to them, and they had a crazy sci-fi motorcycle chase all around the grid. I write sins, not tragedy. No, while. Uh -oh. While I write sins, not tragedy, by Panic at the Disco played in the background because why the fuck not? That is a oh great song. Tell me it's not the perfect chase song. Not for Tron. <laughs> they were cutting each other off and doing cool-ass stunts, even though Andromeda had never ridden a motorcycle before. Fuck you, it's quarantine, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and all kinds of explosions were going off for no reason. But it was the but it was the one explosion Neil Breen uses in his movie, so it was extra awesome. <laughs> it was the same noise, too. Yeah, same noise. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Finally, Kevin cut Andromeda off and the awesome orange light trail that followed his bike hardened into glass. Andromeda drove right through it. She lost control of the bike and it skidded to the floor. She and Harmony were both tossed across the grid as the bike shattered into pixels and disappeared. Fuck. Kevin pulled his bike next to them and laughed. I have defeated you, <laughs> he said triumphantly. <laughs> now you are stuck in the grid forever. Andromeda checked on Harmony who winced as she pulled herself onto her feet. Then she stood stood to face Kevin and Flynn. You can't keep us in the game forever, Andromeda announced. Oh, really? He asked. How exactly do you propose to escape the grid? Proposed. I said that. Andromeda had now fuck no had now fucking clue or no. no? Had no fucking clue. She stuffed her hands into her pockets because yeah, her exosuit had pockets. <laughs> you think people in the sci-fi future don't need pockets? Well they do. <laughs> Anybody. Anyway. She stuck her hands to her pockets by some miracle. She felt the leftover half of a blunt she had. She and Harmony had been smoking earlier. Oh, shit. Then she knew how to defeat the machine. She sighed, You're right. Your program is far superior to us. She said to Kevin as his weird DHCG face flickered, Just let me say goodbye to my girlfriend before you absorb us into Polybius forever. What's going to happen? Oh, God. Andromeda turned around to face Harmony, who was totally ready for one last hot makeout sesh. <laughs> but instead of kissing her, Andromeda turned around, turned on the butane lighter, lighter on her utility cuff and lit the joint. What are you doing, Harmony asked. Just trust me, Andromeda said right there before she took the biggest hit of the blunt she could manage. Then, with the smoke held inside her lungs, she tried desperately not to cough. She walked towards the weird CG-faced King of Polybius. She grabbed his super cool orange-lit exosuit and exhaled the dank space weed right into his mouth. Oh, shit. Fucking shotgun. <laughs> As Kevin Flynn sla slash CG Jeff Bridges inhaled the smoke, his circuits began to break down. Error 404 signs popped all over the grid, and the pixels started to melt. System corrupted. <laughs> flashed in huge red letters all around Andromeda and Harmony and, as the entire grid melted down. Suddenly, there was a flash of light. When it cleared, the space adventurers were back on the deck of the good vibes. Oh, yeah, they did it. They did it. Andromeda sighed with relief. Take, thank, <laughs> Tetris. Take Tetris. We made it back <laughs> on. I mean, I'm glad you saved me and stuff, Harmony said, but I never got to try any computer weed. There's no such thing as computer weed, a flat but soothing voice said. I made it up to lure you into my program. The woman looked up to find a stranger on the deck of their ship. It was the two black suit guys who had hired them to find the Polybius machine. Hey, you're the guys who hired us to find the Polybius machine. <laughs> Harmony exclaimed. The first man, the one with the soothing voice, stepped into the light, holding a hall pad. It was none other than Polybius, the PlayStation architect Mark Cerny. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The first man... The one with the suit, wait, 
Oh, yeah, it was Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny, yeah. Andromeda asked, I thought you died like a thousand years ago. <laughs> that is not correct, he said, for I am an android. <laughs> As many suspected, I can outlive all humans and continue to create the greatest machines ever made. In fact, I made that Polybius program just to catch you. I hope you enjoyed the 3D audio I program. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you obviously need to work on your program because we we're able to escape, Andromeda said. Now get off our ship. Not so fast, said another voice. The second man stepped out of the conveniently, conveniently placed shadow. It was the commander of space. No. It was the commander of space. Commissioner of space. <laughs> Whatever, bro. It's important. Yes, it's a it recurring is. character. It was the commissioner, not commander, of space. Andromeda Lightstorm. I'm here to court-martial you on charges of destroying the Walmart mega colony, which killed trillions. <laughs> Stealing IFSF property by failing to transport the only known copy of The Rise of Skywalker, and for deserting your post on the space crush cruiser Get Fucked and murdering your entire crew. Murdering my crew, Drummond asked. I didn't do that. Of all those things, yeah. that's the only well, one. Well, someone like, nah. did, and it looked pretty bad for you guys, said the Commissioner of Space. You're coming with us. He tapped out a silver button on his chest and said to, <laughs> and said to no one, three to beam up. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Cerny, the Commissioner of Space, and Andromeda disappeared. Wow, I must be really fucking high to hallucinate some crazy shit like that, Harmony said to herself. I need something to take my mind off how high I am. Her eyes fell into the Polybius machine. Perfect, <laughs> she said, and went to over to play it again like a fucking idiot who didn't even realize her girlfriend had just been arrested by the ISF. The end. Yeah, oh, shit. The end. Bruh. <laughs> That was fucking crazy. That was a really Dude, crazy Dude, Mark Cerny at the end was my favorite <laughs> part. Oh my I God. thought you were going to like that. I'm sorry I got the commissioner and commander fucked up. That's okay. The commissioner of space is very important, though. Don't fuck with him. I shouldn't fuck with him. That was fucked up. Anyways, oh. that was that was how psychotic we were since we've been yeah. stuck at home for, what, nine days now? It's been a hot minute. It's been, yeah, a while. Yeah, well, now that we broke the seal, we're going to be dropping more episodes now. Yeah, I hope now. so. I hope yeah. so. And uh, we, we're getting a lot more inspired because we're doing more sci-fi shit by staying home and watching more yeah, science fiction. Yeah, you know, when play. you stay home and just absorb sci-fi. Yeah, playing Doom. It's got Doom, Turtle. And that's been giving me a lot of sci-fi stuff. Uh, Westworld is fucking oh, back. Oh, yeah. We got Westworld, Dude, so that's a lot of... Picard finale tomorrow. Uh, seriously, a lot of... It's a good... It's a good time to be a fan of sci-fi. It is. It's so. a great time. And I hope if you're a fan of sci-fi, you're a fan of Dream Laser. So check yes. out our, our Instagram, which is Dream Laser Podcast. Yes. In Instagram. It's our only form of social yeah, media. Yeah, please leave us comments. Leave, leave or... us comments on our, on our, you know, our Apple... Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Yeah. That's the only place to leave comments. Follow us on Spotify. Yeah. Do and it. also give us, you know, e-kisses because we love you and those are contagious. E-kisses for you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, stay safe out there. We love you, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Love you.